0: Welcome to the August 12th, 2018 edition of the BitcoinNews.com radio show. This is our ninth episode. We cover some of the biggest topics in blockchain, Bitcoin, and cryptocurrency every single day on this radio show. I am your host, Zachary, a.k.a. Space Marine. And go to bitcoinnews.com for all the latest, the full spectrum of news on blockchain, cryptocurrency, and Bitcoin. So jumping right into it, the market analysis. Currently, Bitcoin is sitting at just over $6,300. The market has been pretty rough for Bitcoin during August so far. Around July 24th, Bitcoin hit a peak of $8,500 during like a mini rally caused by Bitcoin ETF exchange-traded fund speculation. It appears there's not going to be a Bitcoin ETF anytime soon due to the SEC rejecting the VincoVos Bitcoin Trust ETF and stalling the VanEck Solid X Bitcoin ETF and probably stalling it more in the future before they reject it sometime in 2019. So we're not going to get an ETF and the whole reason the market rallied from about $5,800 in the middle of July all the way to $8,500 by late July was because of that ETF and now it seems like all that steam has left the market and we're a little bit higher than we were before the rally started. There's probably still some room to draw, but like I say on the past show, and like I'm going to say on every show, Bitcoin has intrinsic qualities such as cryptographic security. It's very cheap. You can send hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars of it for a fee of one penny, and it'll still be secure. You can't do that with any other payment service ever. Bitcoin is the cheapest way to send money. It's decentralized. No one can freeze your money. Unlike banks, which can totally freeze your money if they don't like what you're doing or they don't like you. And they can take money for past debts. Bitcoin is a robot. It doesn't do stuff like that. It's not a human that holds grudges and takes money for past debts and stuff. So basically, what I'm saying is Bitcoin is absolutely the best currency. Period. And over time, Bitcoin will go up tremendously in the long term. Like it has been. It started at a penny, it went up to a dollar, then ten dollars, a hundred dollars, $1, a thousand dollars, ten thousand, all the way up to twenty thousand. Right now, we're just over 6,000, but it's probably going to go up to 100,000 1 million. It's going to keep doing that order of magnitude jumps long term. So we have a lot to look forward to in the Bitcoin world. On to the first story. There is news coming out of Iran that they are developing a state-backed cryptocurrency because the United States has issued extreme sanctions on them that are progressively getting worse as time goes on. Donald Trump, the president of the United States, is aiming for the worst sanctions ever. They're trying to destroy Iran's economy with these sanctions. The United States and other countries that are allies with the United States have frozen Iran's ability to trade foreign currency. Iran can't trade precious metals like gold and silver. They can't really even trade oil anymore. So what are they going to do? They're going to trade cryptocurrency. They're trying to make their own cryptocurrency. But I conjecture... Why not just use Bitcoin? Why are they wasting their time and effort? They actually have a whole team for months now. This is story has been building for months. Why don't they just use Bitcoin? Why don't they just buy up a bunch of Bitcoin secretly and then announce to the world that they've adopted Bitcoin? And just a little back info here, the Iranian real is hyperinflating. It's going to end up being a situation like Venezuela and Zimbabwe where the currency could collapse. The Iranian real is rapidly heading towards a currency collapse scenario. So they, they're trying to get this cryptocurrency in place in time. But why not just use Bitcoin? And here's just one way Bitcoin would be better, but it's not even the main way. This is just one example. If they secretly buy up a bunch of Bitcoin and then announce to the world that they're using Bitcoin from now on instead of their own currency, the real, Bitcoin's price would jump massively, bringing much needed money into the Iranian government and economy. But that's not the main reason. Bitcoin has worldwide infrastructure. It's highly liquid across the world. There's numerous trading platforms and exchanges. So basically, if Iran were to use Bitcoin, it would be very easy for them to trade it across the world and buy the goods and services they need because they could send the Bitcoin everywhere. And here's another really important aspect, Venezuela has gone down the road of making their own cryptocurrency, the Petro. There's some big problems with the Petro. First off, because they were trying to use it to get around the United States sanctions, the United States made it illegal to use Petro in any way with an executive order. That means that people that do business with the United States, of course United States citizens can use the Petro, but anyone that wants to do business with the United States cannot use the Petro. Therefore, the Petro is like on none of the global exchanges. There was one exchange that had the Petro in India, and it got hacked and destroyed. It's probably not a coincidence. Anyways, it's very hard to trade the Petro. People are afraid to touch it too, because it's hard to back the value of a coin, especially if the whole world bans it, but also just fundamentally. They're trying to back the Petro with petroleum. That's why it's called the Petro. Venezuela did not disclose how they're backing the Petro. The actual specs of Petro changed at least a couple times in the white paper before they launched. And no one knows the Petro blockchain, what's actually running it, what are the specs. And it doesn't even appear to be backed by anything. But I can't say that for sure. So people wouldn't touch it anyways, and now the U.S. has banned it almost from the get-go. And frankly, Iran's currency, or cryptocurrency... It's headed down the same road. If they make a state backed cryptocurrency just to get around United States sanctions, it's going to be banned by the United States. That'll make it very hard to trade this Iranian cryptocurrency across the world. It's going to hurt the cryptocurrency's growth potential. But if Iran and Venezuela were just to adopt Bitcoin, there's no way the United States could ban it, no matter how much they want to ban it. Because Bitcoin's already firmly entrenched in the United States of America, and it would cause a massive uproar if bitcoin was to be banned because iran and venezuela decided to make it their state currency so basically if iran and venezuela were just to use bitcoin instead of making their own state-backed cryptocurrencies they would have all the benefits they're looking for they would regain their financial freedom because they could send money anywhere in the world no one could stop bitcoin it's cryptographically secure not even the most powerful computer in the united states the most powerful supercomputers all put together can't stop bitcoin and bitcoin is tried and tested it has a really good track record, like 99.99999% uptime, something like that. It always works. And that's much better than creating your own cryptocurrency that's not guaranteed to work. That's probably going to be banned. That's not going to be as good as Bitcoin. That's not going to have as much demand. Because Bitcoin's price is held up by the demand across the world for it because of its intrinsic qualities as a, the main cryptocurrency. That's what holds its price up. It gets rid of that awkward situation of trying to back the price of, like, reels or petroleum in Venezuela. They don't have to back it with anything when it's Bitcoin, and Bitcoin's price will go up from everyone in Iran using Bitcoin. It's a win-win. It doesn't make any sense that they wouldn't just use Bitcoin in Venezuela and Iran. Why go through the trouble of making their own cryptocurrencies? I could think of two things just speculating. Their cryptocurrencies might just be some sort of big national ICO trying to gain Bitcoin secretly. That seems like what Venezuela did. They accepted a bunch of money for their petro. I think it was Bitcoin, and they're holding that, and the petro's not really being used. Iran might go down the same route, but they have plenty of money as it is. They could just buy up the Bitcoin and do this cleanly, and then they'd be good to go. They can go around the sanctions as much as they want, and the U.S. can't stop the Bitcoin. If Iran and Venezuela want to be really secretive, like they don't want to be caught at all, because Bitcoin's on a blockchain ledger that's public, Iran and Venezuela can use Monero or Zcash, which they could buy with Bitcoin easily. And then be super secretive. Those are privacy coins. There's like no way to trace them apparently. I haven't used them so I don't know for sure. I have no need for privacy coins. But they're well known and they have pretty decent market caps on the order of a billion dollars. So they work. They're private. And Iran and Venezuela could use those. They could even buy up all of them if they wanted to probably. And then really make a lot of money from them if they just bought up all the privacy coins. But yeah, basically I'm saying if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Bitcoin works perfectly for what Iran and Venezuela want. They shouldn't have gone the route of, like, oh, we want a state-backed cryptocurrency. They should have gone the route of, let's just use Bitcoin. It works. Now for our next story. Kim.com is warning the world that the United States jet bomb is going to explode, and now is the time to buy Bitcoin and gold. Kim.com is an extremely infamous person on the internet, famous superstar, whatever you want to call him. He ran the site Mega Upload, which became the global hub for internet pirates that were downloading movies and videos and software like Microsoft Word and Photoshop. All of the illegal copies of things were going for Mega Upload. Not all of them, but a large amount. And eventually, helicopters landed on his farm or whatever you want to call it, mansion in New Zealand. They took all of his money. He really hates the government. But he does have a good point here. Due to Donald Trump's tax cuts in the United States and other measures... United States debt is running out of control. The deficit is now over $1 trillion per year. That means the debt's gonna go up by $1 trillion per year. Right now the debt is sitting at $21.342 trillion. This is a new record for the United States debt. It's extreme. To put this in perspective, Bitcoin's market cap right now, as of August 12, 2018, is 109 billion. The total cryptocurrency market cap is 214 billion. Bitcoin represents half a percent If you compare it, it's not half a percent of the debt, but it's the same size as half a percent of the United States debt. And the total cryptocurrency markup is 1% the size of the United States debt. That means there's a 100 times more debt than all the money in crypto. And crypto is a big field, as we know. It's a big burgeoning field that's worldwide, and there's a 100 times more money in debt. And how this works, basically, the United States can print money, but that doesn't actually add towards the debt. When they print money, they gain money, technically. The debt is issued via bonds. And... The debt is issued to fill in that budget deficit we talked about, a $1 trillion a year, and it's growing. It's getting worse. They're looking for more tax cuts, and they're not bringing in more revenue or anything. So basically, they issue these bonds, the U.S. dollar bonds, and the U.S. dollar bonds are actually the gold standard of the bond world, just like Bitcoin is the gold standard of the cryptocurrency world. Gold is the gold standard of the precious metal world. But yeah, the U.S. dollar bonds, they're the gold standard of the bond market. They actually are an essential integral part of the global economy that props it up. If people want to hold currency, they will buy the U.S. dollar bonds because they can be redeemed for currency and they slowly gain value over time, which kind of competes with inflation, but not really. It's not even enough interest to make up for inflation. But it does grow versus just holding normal dollars if the United States pays them. The United States is currently nowhere near defaulting despite the huge $21.342 trillion of debt, which is mind-boggling. But in the future, if they don't do anything about this, like if it continues to be Republicans and Democrats working together to make the debt higher, and they're not really a different party, they're just working for more spending, it seems like in my lifetime, we will hit a critical point where the debt can't be paid anymore. At that point, defaults will start happening quickly. United States will go from United States dollars will go from being the gold standard to junk to not being paid to being worth nothing, and this will have a strong negative impact on the global economy because nations like China, especially have huge amounts of USD bonds holdings. Also, corporations have tremendous amounts of USD bonds. Even individuals have tremendous amounts of USD bonds. Imagine if they all went to zero. The entire economy would completely collapse. There'd be, like, no saving it. But in a last-ditch attempt to save it, as the bonds slowly default, they'll print tons of money to fill it in and try to pay the bonds with that. They'll pay the interest of money printing. It might already be getting to that. I don't know for sure, because we have pretty high inflation. There's over 100% inflation in my lifetime. It might be getting to the point they're printing money to pay the interest and now we start getting to a dangerous point so maybe they'll never default they can just print money they're allowed to print money why not so yeah it'll lead into a hyperinflation situation where the u.s dollar becomes progressively less valuable as more money is printed to pay for the interest for all these debts and the really scary part is that even if an administration that's like totally new like a new party like the liberate party or something steps in and they're new and they want to fix it If they took away all that money being pumped into the U.S. economy via the budget deficit, the budget deficit actually represents money being pumped into the economy, like a trillion dollars a year. That's a lot of money. And if that's taken away, the economy might spiral into a deep recession, and then that will require money printing and debt issuance again. Like There might be no escape at this point. The country might have gone too far, leading to the inevitable collapse of the United States dollar. The United States is a pretty smart country. We'll still have a huge military. We're probably going to have lots of resources, especially as this approaches. They'll be amassing resources in secret. I don't think the United States will collapse, but the U.S. dollar could collapse. And Bitcoin is the number one candidate for taking over global currency. It has worldwide infrastructure already. It'll be a smooth transition. It'll be a harsh transition for people that don't pay attention. But it'll be smooth for people that just buy some Bitcoin now. If they even buy like 0.1 Bitcoin now, if the U.S. dollar collapses, they'll be rich. If they buy a whole Bitcoin, they'll be like super duper wealthy. If you buy 0.01 Bitcoin, you might be able to get by it for your whole life. So just pay attention. And since you're listening to the show, you have a chance to pay attention. Keep some Bitcoin if the U.S. dollar is on the path to collapsing. And it appears it is. Kim.com is totally right. It's time to amass some Bitcoin. And he also says gold. Gold's a good thing, but I just want to keep talking about Bitcoin for a minute. So yeah, basically, Bitcoin is the number one candidate to replace the U.S. dollar because it could be used efficiently as a currency. Gold is very hard to use as a currency worldwide. You can't really send like a billion dollars of gold to another country without like a ship or something or a big airplane like a C-130. So yeah, Bitcoin is the number one that's going to be an easily liquid currency that'll be safe to use, respectable, reputable, Gold's a good asset to have because when the U.S. dollars collapses, the paper gold market that's been saturating the price of gold to a low level, they're printing tons of paper gold on comics to keep it gold's price low. And once the U.S. dollars collapse, that'll go away. We might find out that gold right now, it says it's worth twelve hundred dollars an ounce right now. It might be worth $100,000 or like $10,000 at least. So gold's an amazing investment, and silver's also up there. It's just more bulky to have silver, but silver's cool. I love those silver American eagles. So yeah, buy some silver, buy some gold, but especially get some Bitcoin. Because Bitcoin stands the chance of becoming the number one global currency. Gold will be a currency too, just like it was in the old days. But Bitcoin will definitely be ahead of it because it's so easy to transact Bitcoin. It acts the same way as gold. Bitcoin's like digital gold that you can just send anywhere in the world instantly. It's just as good as gold. It holds value like gold because there's a fixed supply of 21 million Bitcoins that can't be messed with. Gold can actually be mined. There's no fixed supply, but that doesn't really make a difference. Anyways, just to sum up, Kim.com is saying the U.S. debt bomb is going to explode. We have $21.342 trillion of debt right now, and that's like the highest ever. Eventually, the United States is going to be printing tons of money just to keep up with the interest payments, and then they're going to be printing tons of money to fulfill the budget. It's going to lead to hyperinflation. It's inevitable, and there seems like nothing could save it, and Kim.com is right. Buy Bitcoin. And gold and maybe silver now while well, you have the chance don't just let all your money go to waste you have the chance right now any of you even these people that are really stubborn about bitcoin they have the chance right now to take that money and buy some bitcoin just buy 0.1 bitcoin if you're hundred thousand dollars you saved up buy like six hundred dollars of bitcoin and save your life i recommend putting it all in bitcoin pretty much i mean keep some currency keep like half currency at least like usd for now but monitor it as the situation progresses I don't want to give investment advice right now, but this is just like really logical, futuristic advice that Bitcoin is inevitably going to be the number one currency. And other countries are totally going to collapse currency-wise, like fiat currency-wise, before the United States. And that'll drive Bitcoin's price way up. Like Canada and Australia are on track to collapse way quicker than the U.S. as far as their currency goes. And other countries are collapsing now, like Venezuela and Zimbabwe. Venezuela and Zimbabwe were just the lead indicators of what's going to happen to all fiat All the fiats operate on the same system, they just happened faster. All the fiats are going down the same path. Anyways, on to our next story. An Estonian man named German Neff has started the Find Satoshi movement, and he's using a Russian crowdfunding site to get money to track down Satoshi. He says regardless of what Satoshi wants, and even if Satoshi wants to remain hidden... He's going to track him down with a team of private investigators. He's using private investigators from like every country like the UK, Japan, Russia, etc. Probably all over the world if he gets the money for it. If he's being honest, one caveat that I wrote in this article on Bitcoin News is maybe he can't be trusted. Even though it looks like he has a plan set up, maybe he's just going to steal the money. The money's going to go to him. It wouldn't even be illegal if he tried to pretend he's finding Satoshi but doesn't even spend the money to do it. Anyways... If he's really doing this, it's like launching a manhunt for Satoshi Nakamoto. And think about this. Satoshi Nakamoto did an amazing thing for the world that might save the world in the future. Because we just talked about how fiat might collapse, like the USD might collapse. And then by that point, all the fiats of the world, even the Russian ruble, will be totally collapsed. And Bitcoin will be the saving grace. It will allow international commerce to continue at the same scale, if not better. All thanks to Satoshi Nakamoto. He did an amazing thing for this world. But he knew this was taking away the thunder. From the United States government and all the other world governments, he wanted to be safe. He was scared for his life. So he remained completely anonymous as he did this. He went for great lengths so his name was not revealed and he still hasn't officially revealed it to this day. Craig Wright said he was Satoshi. There's a book written by some guy that claims to be Satoshi. It's unknown who exactly Satoshi is, though. Anyways anyone trying to find satoshi is really doing a major disservice because if satoshi really is identified by this guy that's leading the fine satoshi movement satoshi will be tracked down by bandits and criminals for the rest of his short life and by the government too everyone's gonna be trying to rob satoshi even governments will arrest him and seize his stash just like they arrest small-time bitcoin people and seize their stash they'll seize all million bitcoin satoshi has, and Satoshi. This could be the beginning of Satoshi's murder. God forbid. Hopefully it will not happen. Satoshi's a very smart dude. He probably won't get caught by this. Hopefully German F is just lying and finds Satoshi's gonna like squander away the money on other things and not spend any of it on finding Satoshi. But what I'm trying to say here is it's really evil to try to find Satoshi considering he has so much money and he would be tracked down until he died. God forbid again. So it really amazes me that people would fund this. I think it's awful. And just to read some of the statements on their website, just to show how messed up they are in the head. They say, We, the international group of crypto enthusiasts, find Satoshi, are initiating an international search for the creator of the Bitcoin Satoshi Nakamoto. The cryptocurrency world needs to be sure that the cryptocurrency is not a global fraud. Once again, the cryptocurrency world needs to be sure that the cryptocurrency is not a global fraud. That's crazy. So this guy that wants to find Satoshi thinks Bitcoin and cryptocurrency might be a global fraud. He's not the right guy to be finding Satoshi. He's obviously extremely biased and hates Bitcoin. It's obvious. So why would anyone give him money to track down the founder of Bitcoin? He would obviously try to hurt him. God forbid. He also says that Satoshi might sell the million coins and that gives him the reason to track him down. So what's he going to do? Take away his coins? Is that what this guy is trying to do? He might just be a bandit. And he might really be investing in finding Satoshi so he could be abandoned and hurt him. God forbid. My wife says I gotta say God forbid after any sort of negative prediction, and I believe she is right on that. So I'm gonna keep saying that if I say anything negative like this. Because I really don't want Satoshi to get hurt. And saying something negative spiritually can cause that. So, I just gotta be careful. They go on further to say that even if Satoshi doesn't want to reveal himself, they must disclose him publicly. So that's all I really got to say about that story. I hope no one funds Find Satoshi that listens to this. And I hope the Find Satoshi movement totally fails. I hope he doesn't reach his crowdfunding goal. And I hope the money isn't given to him. It's awful. No one should be trying to find Satoshi. It's practically like a murder. On to our next story. Bitmain, the biggest manufacturer of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency mining equipment in the world, is creating the Bitcoin mining router. Yes, this is an internet router. That mines cryptocurrency. The second you connect it to the Wi-Fi, to the internet... Well, the second you start broadcasting Wi-Fi from it, you connect it to the internet. It starts mining cryptocurrency on AntPool, which is one of the biggest Bitcoin mining pools run by Bitmain. And they have two different ones. They have a Blake2B miner, which mines SiaCoin. And then they have an X11 miner, which mines Dash, which used to be DarkCoin. I thought DarkCoin was a better name than Dash. I don't know why they changed it. Anyways... You can also just not mine CiaCoin or Dash and mine any of the X11s or Blake 2Bs depending on which router you got. But they said they can't guarantee efficiency. They're saying for the Blake 2B router, it's going to have 11.54 GHz per second while consuming 22.6 watts of electricity. The X11 miner will mine at 300 MHz per second while consuming 24.37 watts of electricity. This is actually quite an amazing deal. It's... Cost less than .01 Bitcoin for this mining router. And this is an even more amazing deal for people like in college dorms and even me. Like, I'm in an apartment where I pay the rent and that includes the electricity. Anyone in that sort of situation should get this. They could probably pay their entire internet bill or their phone bill if they're hotspotting Just by having this router mining all the time. And then if they keep the money, when cryptocurrency inevitably goes up like we're talking about across this whole show. When the fiat collapses or even hyperinflates. If any cryptocurrency might now is be worth a lot more in the future, long term. So this router, just like powering your internet by Bitmain, could end up being your fortune in the future. So I really think anyone that has the opportunity and compatibility should get this router, if they can work it into their internet service if it's compatible. And it might not be. Like a lot of services like Comcast and AT, AT&T, they require certain types of routers. And it might not work with this, especially since they probably don't like Bitcoin. I've had fights with AT&T and Comcast both in the past because they block certain Bitcoin ports and stuff. So mining might not really work that good if you get this router. That's just speculation, though. Hopefully it does work. Speculation based on my own experiences. Anyways, this is not the first household technology used for cryptocurrency mining. Canon, which is the second largest manufacturer, I'm not sh- Sure, how far of a second they are, but I'm pretty sure they're a very far second place, like they're nowhere near Bitman. They're creating a crypto mining television, so you watch TV and it mines cryptocurrency. That sounds interesting, but it also sounds like a recipe for overheating your TV. But it sounds cool, anyways. I like this idea of installing mining rigs and everything. Like, And also, a French company called Carnot produced a cryptocurrency mining rig, which is a heater. They're all heaters, so I don't think this is anything new, but it's an interesting way to trying to sell something, especially if you're a small company, be like, oh, this is a heater and a mining rig. They're all heaters. Seriously, like, there's huge fans and all these mining rigs blowing away the heat so they're heaters. Anyways, I think it would be cool if they had a cryptocurrency mining fridge, a cryptocurrency mining microwave, a cryptocurrency mining air conditioner, cryptocurrency mining toaster, cryptocurrency mining everything. So people will come over to your house and they won't even know unless you tell them you have a mining farm all around your house making you rich in the future. Like, the cryptocurrency... Mine now might be a small amount, but it'll be mining. All your appliances in the house could be mining. And in the future, you just wait for it. Like, wait 10 years for Fiat to collapse or even to hyperinflate a lot. And boom, you're rich just by having appliances like this. So I think it's actually a great idea. And I'm hoping I can get something like that in the future. That's all the news we have for you today on this August 12, 2018 edition, the ninth episode of the BitcoinNews.com Daily Radio Show. Come back every day forever. We will be here every day for all eternity, giving you the full spectrum, the major stories on blockchain, cryptocurrency, and Bitcoin. Likewise, go to BitcoinNews.com for the full spectrum of blockchain, cryptocurrency, and Bitcoin news. If you read BitcoinNews.com, you will be an expert. This is Space Marine, signing out.